Hi, you're listening to the Love and Lighten the Fuck Up podcast, and I'm your host, Keon. The aim of this podcast is to share stories, provide bullshit-free tips, practical info, a whole lot of fun and support to help you in your life and business. Whilst I respect and take very seriously a lot of information that's out there, I also want to encourage people to spread their own wings and try new things out, tweak old things and mix things up. I want to instill confidence in you and get you to really believe that there's no right or wrong if you're following your truth. I came to the realisation that our only purpose in life is to be our true selves. And it's my mission now to create a movement where we support and encourage each other to come out of our shells and flaunt, celebrate and respect each other's differences. Each of us has a unique and specific role to play in this world and we can only fulfil that role if we're being our true selves. So we'll talk about life, love, spirituality and entrepreneurship. I'll add some fun and the occasional special guest to get us going. If you've got any particular topics or questions you'd like me to cover, feel free to email me at hi at hashtag ifly.com. If you love what you hear, feel free to share and add the podcast to your favourites. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at hashtag ifly or check out the website. I'll leave all the links in the show notes below. Now let's get started. So this week's episode is the first one and um, I just wanted to introduce myself and give you a bit of a picture um, of how I got to be sitting here talking to you about this sort of stuff. Um, I, oh, fuck, where do I start? Oh, there's another thing too. I was going to add, every time I say fuck, I'm going to put 10 cents in a jar and at the end of each month, I'm going to donate the money that I raise to a charity. So um, I'll let you all know what that charity is as well and how much I, um, I end up putting in the jar. So I'll have to have somebody tally it up for me at the end. So excuse me if you don't like me swearing. Um, you're just going to have to get over it. Okay, so let's get straight into this. Where did I start? So really what I want to focus on is this entrepreneurial journey and opening up to my spiritual self. Um, how I see things is that every day that we live is our spiritual journey. There's nothing more to it. We're so, um, what is it? We're so programmed to overcomplicate things. And what I really want to do is simplify the shit out of things because the lessons that I've learned over the years have been so simple, it's ridiculous. And I've been the only one that's overcomplicated everything and made everything so fucking difficult. So um, that's one thing that I really want to share with you and really sort of drum into your heads so that you can just freaking get on with living and having a good time. Anyway, so... I have to say that, you know, throughout my life, I've always had this um, attraction to entrepreneurship and um, psychics and clairvoyance, you know, all that sort of stuff, like the mystical stuff. Um, when I was 15, I had this, um, oh gosh, what can you say? It was like this experience. I was, I was 
just about to do something I shouldn't have been doing. And by shouldn't, I don't like to use the word should and shouldn't, but in this case, I shouldn't have. And it was the first time I, this has ever happened to me, but I heard like my voice inside my head tell me as clear as day, don't go. But being a 15-year-old, a rebellious 15-year-old, I went. I shouldn't have gone. And when I came back, there was hell to pay. <laughs> so that was my very first experience with my, I say, higher self. Um, now, you know, I didn't really think much of it, but I really, I remembered it and I still do to this day. Then the voice popped in again when I was 24 and um, I was married at that stage. I had two kids. I had a three-year-old and a seven-month-old and I was driving home from work and the voice said to me, he's going to leave you tonight. And I got home and my first husband was standing at the door. He had his bags packed and he said, I don't love you anymore. I'm leaving. Now, again, I sort of, you know, I remember the voice, but I don't really, um, like I didn't really think much of it. It was like, oh, well, you know, this sort of thing happens. And, you know, I was so busy with trying to sort my life out after that that I didn't think much of it. But what was happening was that, like, there was an unravelling of things, um, like, deeper. And I just didn't take notice of it all. And, you know, like, I don't beat myself up, but looking backwards, I'm like, oh, oh, like, you know, you can see where these hints and messages and, um, you know, everything's as clear as day when you're looking back. But anyway, so what happened was, my husband did leave and then I had this vision that I would be talking to large audiences, mainly women, and I would be empowering them. And at that stage, I was like, fuck me. You know, my husband's just left me and he left me for an older woman, mind you. And I have no trades or qualifications. I'm a single mom and I feel like a loser Who'd want to listen to me? I'm not going to even listen to me. So I decided that I'd go and study law. So part of me really wanted to be this humanitarian lawyer where I went and saved the world and saved all the women and children of the world and I went and worked for the UN and stuff like that. Anyway, the whole freaking process of that was, fuck, <laughs> life-changing but let's just go back a bit. I was the worst student ever. Like, fuck me. I hated school and I still hate studying, like that sort of studying. Like I can, I love studying things that I want to study, but having to study shit like fucking constitutional law or bloody, oh gosh, some of the crap we had to try and ugh, read and stuff like that. I just wanted to vomit, like seriously, it was awful. But I got through it and it was the first time I ever finished something I had started apart from having the two kids. And trust me, if I could have talked my way out of that, I would have. But that's another story in itself. So when I finished the law degree, I had this epiphany and I was like, fuck, nothing gets in the way of my success but me. 
And that was like really profound for me because, you know, before that I tried to start so many businesses and so many projects and, you know, going down different paths and that. And to go as a single mother to move states and to study law like me, if you had a look at my school reports and stuff like that, and to actually finish it was like out of this world, I tell you. Like if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I have to tell you, you don't have to be intelligent to become a lawyer. So it's just a lot of persistence. Um, a lot of lawyers won't like that, but I don't give a fuck. So um, that was my major epiphany. And again, you know, like the intention was to go on this journey so that I could save the world. And <laughs> what happened was, um, oh, yes. So what happened was I got a job and I applied. It was only a part-time, not part-time, sorry. It was only a contract job. And what happened was I had to apply for it again after three months because my contract was going to expire and they'd made the position permanent. And at the same time, like a whole heap of other people applied for the job and I didn't get it. And the first day um, of the new person that got the jobs, you know, you know what I mean anyway, his first day, he walked past my office and I was in my office with a friend, colleague, um, we're still friends now, and I heard the voice again and it said, you're going to marry him. And I turned to her and I said, I'm going to marry him. And she started laughing. She said, I'd throw a leg over him too. Anyway, we laugh about that all the time. And yes, we did get married. And But again, with that voice, like I just didn't think anything of it. I didn't, I didn't, I just had no idea. So what happened after that was we did get married. Um, I got a bit of a skewed idea of what my success was going to look like so for me I didn't really stick to what I wanted to go into law for um, yes I wanted to help people it's always been a mission of mine but it was also about succeeding financially because you know I'd been financially um, down up shit creek <laughs> I suppose um, as a single mother so I really wanted to be able to provide for my kids and to get the things that I thought I wanted. And so I started on this journey of um, creating that success. And on my vision board, you know, I had freaking um, a Mercedes Benz, like I even bought a little um, replica um, convertible Mercedes Benz that I sat on my, um, it's a model, I sat on my desk. I had um, properties and um, luxury holidays and this, that, and the other, everything. And I actually succeeded in getting all of that. And the, the funny thing was, and another thing, I say and a lot, but anyway, fuck that too. Don't worry about how you come across too. That's my negative Nancy jumping in. Just get what you've got inside you out, all right? Don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. They're going to think whatever they want to think regardless of how you do it. If this is polished, if it's perfect, they're still going to find something to whinge about. So fuck them. 
Anyway, back to the story. I can't now. I can't remember what I was talking about. But let me think. Let me think. Um, oh crap! I've totally lost it now. Man, I hate when that happens. I wish I had somebody here to just say, "Oh, this key on." Um, oh, anyway, I'll get back to the story about the husband. How he got my job. And we did get married and then the success stuff. Yes, so I chased the success and cliches. That's what I was going to talk to you about. Frick, frick, frick. I didn't say the other thing. Um, so the cliches, all the cliches about life are true. And, you know, they say money doesn't buy happiness. It really doesn't buy happiness. And I used to be one of those ones that would say um, there was this Facebook page and it was something like I'd rather be crying in a um I'd rather be rich and crying in a Lamborghini or something or a Ferrari than not you know something along those lines and I thought the same thing like I'd rather be fucking rich and unhappy than unhappy and poor but anyway you know what I mean but it wasn't working for me it was like this freaking I was lost. I was miserable. I was, I was like, what the fuck? And I didn't feel grateful for anything. You know, I was opening up to this spiritual side and it's not really spiritual. Again, I say our spiritual journey is our life. You know, everyday life is our spiritual journey. Hopefully we wake up every day and um, learn something new and experience something new. But what I was, um, opening up to was like I didn't realize that I was getting these real clear messages and voices and stuff like that and I felt things and I, and I felt like anxious and I'd cry for no reason I'd get angry for no reason and you know lose the plot and stuff like that and I'm like what the fuck is this about because I'm okay everything in my life is actually okay this is like crazy and I felt really crazy and so I went on this journey of trying to find out why I was going crazy and seriously I wanted to drive myself to a psych ward to get tested because I'm like, what the fuck? You know, everything is perfect for me. I'm just creating this, this craziness, this madness. I'm creating a problem for myself. I'm, um, you know, I'm successful financially. I'm an owner of a law firm. I have staff working for me I pretty much loved what I was doing um it was just crazy so then I found out I went on this discovery mission so um Google is my best friend and I really um recommend that Google become your best friend and the thing though that I found was I don't take everything that I read or hear as gospel you know, I have an inbuilt bullshit radar and I think everybody does. But what I really want to teach you is when you read something and it doesn't like, I hate the word resonate, but if it doesn't resonate, it doesn't feel right, it's not right for you. So just be okay to go, nah, you know, respect their opinion, but that's not for me. So what I did was like, I was able to like, because of, you know, studying and having to read so many bullshit contracts and this that and the other legal stuff I was able to quickly hone in and 
see things like words or um, parts that I I needed to. And, and you know, my intuition. I didn't realize this, but I I do work with my intuition a lot. And I would just be guided to a section of a book or a um, section of a page or something like that. And I'd be like, oh, that's it. Even one word, it would trigger something in me. And then I would go and look it up. And I'd go on this like journey of discovery and things would start making sense. So I learned um, that I'm an empath. So I'm not going to explain to you too much in detail. I want you to go and look it up if you don't know what it is. Basically what it is, you feel other people's emotions. Um, you're highly sensitive. So go and look that up. Go and find out what it means for you and hopefully that'll ease some of your, um, <laughs> your crap going on in your brain. The other thing um, I found out too was like I, I was told, it's, this is really funny, this story. So yes, I believed I was intuitive and had psychic abilities and stuff like that, but I didn't really believe it. But I went through this phase where, like seriously, I was thinking about it last night. Um, because of the voice that I heard, it was like, oh, it has to be that loud all the time. And I sort of expected that, um, you know, like, you know, they talk about your third eye and stuff like that. I literally, not literally, like I'm not that stupid, but I thought like I would really be able to see something like this fucking eye would just pop in the middle of my head and I would fucking see everything. Um, so that really fucked me over. And what I found out was that it's just really subtle and it's always there. It's so subtle and it's so simple. We don't realize. And that's how, you know, our brain overcomplicates things. And that's, you know, going back to life is really fucking simple. It really is. I'm not saying it's not hard and um, that there's no challenges and stuff like that. That's part of life. But it's really simple. Everything is simple. And hopefully I can show you that by explaining these stories and, and when I host um, um, some interviews with people. But so oh, now I'm freaking lost again. So this is my brain too, you know, welcome to that. I have so many ideas running through my fucking head. It's like, <laughs> it's a, yeah, anyway, and add coffee to that. Mm. So where was I up to? Simplicity. I love that. I love simplicity. But, um, oh, fucking hell. Sorry about the silence, but get used to that too. Silence is actually golden, you know. Um, nah, totally lost it. Totally, totally lost where I was at. Well, maybe that's, um, oh, no, that's what I was saying about the freaking eye and stuff like that. But there was also this other part of me. It was pretty arrogant too. So I'm going to bloody put myself out there and freaking embarrass myself a bit. But, hey, that's what this is all about. Got to learn to laugh at yourself and um, hopefully it will help somebody else. But I thought I was gifted. Like, seriously, I thought I walked around and I thought I have this gift 
I'm, you know, like a chosen one. Oh, fuck. Just saying that makes me laugh. And I went to Paris and I went to a, um, a workshop that Sonia Choquette was holding. And the, one of the first things she said was, if you think you're going crazy, you're not. And I just burst into tears and ugly cried. And it was the best thing, best piece of information that somebody like her could tell me. And I felt really relieved after that. But then she got us to go around and introduce ourselves and talk about, you know, where we're at and stuff like that. And I said something like, I can't remember what it was, but I I made reference to my gift. And she shot me down so quick and she said, it's not a gift. This is something that's in everybody. And I was like, gee, she's a bit of a bitch. Like, you know, really my pride, my ego, everything was like, whoa. And then for freaking weeks after, I just walked around. I was like, geez, that was really nasty. I wanted to write these these blogs about it and stuff like that. I'm like, lucky I sometimes listen to that voice. And it's like, Keon, get a grip. And anyway, the more I opened up to this thing, I knew what she was talking about and she's so spot on and I respect her even more now. It's not a freaking gift that's only available to certain people. God doesn't choose just one person or a selected few. This is available to everybody. And what I'm saying by this is your intuition, your psychic abilities, your mediumship abilities, your, um, you know, just that, that other side. It's just so so there it's so accessible but we've been made not to see it like that we overcomplicate it firstly and secondly society shuns it they still do like you know i get embarrassed by saying oh psychic i'm like you know i do it under my breath because it's like you expect you know me to be wearing these freaking gypsy clothes and having these bloody you know piercings and a crystal ball and a big nose with a freaking wart on the end of it sort of like that image is what you get well I get (laughs) when I think about um saying that like you know I'm like oh fuck that's not what I'm like like I'm not that yes I have fucking gypsy in me and I can relate to some of the really out there um practices and the healings and past lives and stuff like that but I'm also really fucking practical too you know I was a lawyer for almost 10 years there's this logical side to me and this just every day let's just get on with life sort of side it's not that freaking oh let's spray some bloody I mean I do have lots of sprays don't get me wrong um yeah it's not as crazy as one may think it is. So that's what I'm trying to say. We need to make this mainstream. We need to be able to make ourselves mainstream. Now, the other thing I learned along this journey too, because don't forget, you know, um, if you don't know, I started hating the law. I started hating being a lawyer. It was like, Every day I felt like part of me was dying. I really did. And it didn't matter. You know, I was charging $550 an hour. And 
I was at a point where somebody could could have literally dropped, you know, $10,000 an hour and I just would have said no. And I still would say no. So eventually, you know, I got to a point where I was like, I've got to do something. Like, I don't want to do this. I know that much. I want to be free. And what I had created, this so-called success that I had created, was like a noose around my neck. It was killing me and it was tightening day by day. And I could feel my life going. Like, it was like I had no life because I just had to keep working to keep up with the fucking, is it keep up with the Kardashians or whatever, like, you know, keep up with all that fucking stuff that, you know, I accumulated, like the properties and the cars and the toys and the lifestyle and all that sort of stuff. It costs money and you have to keep freaking working to make that money and you have to do things like go to networking events where, you know, there's people that they just talk about shit and you have to somehow try and stay focused in case they ask you a question or you have to freaking, you know, you have to stay focused to be able to hold a conversation. It's like, oh, my God, this is killing me. So I basically, I was selling my soul and I knew that I had to get out of it, but I was terrified. It was like, how the fuck do you unravel? You know, it took me about eight years to become a qualified lawyer so that study and then the extra year of doing the um, legal practical studies or whatever and then I did another almost 10 years just shy of 10 years of being a lawyer and so that's 18 years of my life you know I put my family through so much to go and do this to go and become this and it's like how do you just walk away from that to say, I'm going to do what next? I still haven't really figured out what I'm doing next. I'm just doing day by day, you know, I'm just doing life. I'm just trying to find out who I am, which I know, I know who I am, but I really want to just make sure that I do me, you know, and I do life as the real me. So eventually my whole life unraveled. I walked away from the law. I'll, I'll tell you about that in another podcast because I really don't want to drag this on too long. But so everything unraveled. I walked away from the law. I hit rock bottom. Um, I hit rock bottom, but I also found myself. And that's another cliche. Like seriously, in your rock bottom, that's where you find yourself. That's where you find what really matters. That's where I found found what it meant to be grateful. That's where I learned about forgiveness. That's where I learned how to just be me. That's where I reconciled my relationship with money. That's where I found this simplicity that is just so massive and huge and I thank God for that. I really do. And I really want to share all of that with you guys because when you start recreating yourself or remembering yourself and you create when you're creating anything new, 
what I do now is I make sure that I tune in and go, do you really want this? Like, do you really fucking want this? And if it's a yay, then I'll do it. If it's a mm, I won't do it. It's that simple. I'll just quickly tell you another story before I go. So one way to start figuring out what you want and honouring what you want and who you are is by, oh, how can I explain it, is, by, is when you're confronted with the choice to really stop and consider your answer. So I'll just give you a little story here. So I drove around in this $150,000 Mercedes-Benz. I wore, you know, $500, $700 shoes, had handbags, same price. Hair was always immaculate, all of that sort of stuff. I had no problem spending money like that on those sort of things. And the funny thing was I didn't actually really love those things either. They meant nothing to me. But there was this part of me that was doing it for other people. It was, it was show, you know, like it was the show pony stuff. Then I realized that I couldn't even freaking buy myself a $4 punnet of berries without really struggling. Like I really wanted to try these new berries out once. And I was like having this argument in my head over four fucking dollars. And anyway, so after the argument, I won <laughs> and I bought the punnet of berries and I was walking home and I used to walk along the beach and in the water and on the way home um, in the water, my eye caught this $2 coin and I was like, wow. So I picked it up and I'm like, thanks universe, like, you know, there you go. Two bucks, half the punnet of berries paid for. And then I got to the end of where I had to sort of get onto the road. And just as I was about to cross the road, there was this long grass that I had to walk through. And again, my eye caught another $2 coin. And I was like, what the fucking fuck? Like, I got, well, the universe said, good on you, Keon. You freaking did something that you really wanted and we're giving this message to you to say keep going and seriously that was like another profound moment for me and I just kept going from there so it was just the little things just the little things in life the little decisions little choices and then I was able to make bigger choices and you know the more difficult ones and the harder ones um, by doing that sort of stuff. Um, anyway, I hope that helps you and I hope that you got something out of this and it wasn't too freaking all over the place. But, hey, that's me. That's my brain. If you've got any questions, if you've got something you'd like me to talk about more, I would love to just send me an email. All the details are below. I fucking love you and sending you lots of love and remember to lighten the fuck up thanks for listening and that's this week's episode thanks for listening if you love what you've heard i'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe rate and give a review on itunes 
Until next week, I'm sending you lots of love. And don't forget to lighten the fuck up. <laughs>